the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Now, one of the things that that we promised you early on when we we launched this program more than five years ago, that uh, whenever we make a mistake, whenever we go down the wrong path, that we are always the first to fess up and say, um, we we made a mistake. We were wrong. It, it's very rare that it happens. I mean, incredibly rare. Normally, maybe once every year or so, uh, but uh, we we have one of those moments today, and we've got to. I, I want to kick off the show with this, just so we can get it out of the way. But yesterday, we were uh, speculating on uh, the big announcement, the major announcement that President Trump was going to be making today. And of course, there are a lot of big things happening in the nation, a lot of big decisions that have to be made. And uh, we were very excited to share with you that news that President Trump would be making a major announcement. And uh, the president uh, teasing that announcement by saying that America needed a superhero. Uh, We did not realize that the president was actually being literal, that he actually meant that America needed a superhero. And a little while ago, the president made the announcement um, public, and uh, there was a lot of speculation. Was he going to uh, throw his name in the hat for Speaker of the House? No, that turned out not to be it. Was he going to file a lawsuit against the federal government? No, that was uh, not it at all. Uh, Was he going to announce his running mate for 2024? No, that was not it either. No, it turns out that that President Trump is launching a trading card collection. And it's called the Donald Trump Digital Trading Card Collection. And it features amazing art of his life and career. I'm reading this from the official major announcement that all of America was waiting for. You can collect all your favorite Trump digital trading cards very much like a baseball card but hopefully much more exciting. They have a website, and I'm not going to share the website because he's not paying for advertising on this, but you can probably Google it. But it is going to cost $99 a piece. That's right, $99. And he says it would make a great Christmas gift. Don't wait. They will be gone, I believe, very quickly. 
So anyway, if, um, look, you want a trading card with President Trump in tights and a cape, well, uh, have at it, America. But that's the major announcement. So we were way off base. I have to tell you, didn't think for a minute that that was what the president was going to be announcing to the nation. And not sure what to think about it either. 844-747-8868. Are you... Are you excited about the president's new trading card collection, America? 844-747-8868. Meanwhile, uh, back in the real world, we've got a lot of big problems that we have to address. Uh, Red State has an exclusive story about the RNC under the leadership of Ronna McDaniel. Now, if you go back to, to the year 2010, you might remember the RNC chair, Michael Steele. And he was criticized, and rightfully so, because he was spending donor dollars on all sorts of high-dollar, luxurious things like private jets and floral arrangements, chauffeurs. They were doing member meetings in tropical locales, and people were really, really upset. As a matter of fact, uh, back in the George W. Bush administration, and I know there there's no love lost between conservatives and Karl Rove, but Karl Rove was a penny pincher. As a matter of fact, uh, back in those days when they had a staff Christmas party, it was catered by Chick-fil-A, not some five-star uh, fancy place where they've got um, – you know where they've got the uh, the I don't know the caviar and the uh, the slugs and whatever else they um, they eat. What is it? it's not anchovies? What did they call the? Uh, my mind has just drawn a blank. You got the caviar. What's a little uh, slug things they eat? the escargot? Thank you, the French crab. But no, back in the Bush years, it was Chick Fil A, the official chicken of our Lord, and that was good enough for the Republicans. But no, they're living high on the hog. Now I know what they're doing with all my money. So that was back in 2010. So now we have Ronna McDaniel, and according to Red State, uh, they've been given a report that has examined the RNC's spending for 2021. Are you ready for this, folks? This is what your money, if you've been giving money to the RNC, if you've been giving money to the Republican Party, uh, this is what that money's been used for. More than a half a million dollars in private jets, $64,000 at clothing stores, $321,000 in floral arrangements. This is pretty remarkable. Food and beverage, $65,000. Alcohol, $36,000. Kind of thought that would be higher. Spa and cosmetics, $7,500. Is that how much it costs for lipstick and powder over at uh, the Walmart? Uh, Vehicle and other maintenance expenses, $4,900. And something called LGBTQ plus filings, $1,200.67. That's rather a specific amount. Now, this is pretty fascinating because they were able to go back through and just take a look at what Ronna McDaniel has been spending over at RNC headquarters since she, since she took charge. $3.1 million on private jet services since 2017. 
$1.3 million on limousine service, $17.1 million on donor mementos. Is that the stuff you get, like the swag? Is That that must be what that's about. $17.1 million. $750,000 on floral arrangements uh, and 80000 on alcohol-related expenditures. Nearly $400,000 has been spent on event tickets and other entertainment activities, including thirty grand for a private box at a Las Vegas Raiders game, $13,000 for Broadway shows, and $9,400 for other... This is just despicable stuff here, folks. I mean, what the heck? The RNC funds were also used to fly senior staffers and their plus ones. Get this first class to las vegas and they covered hotel rooms food and the booze senior staff retreats were held at the salamander resort and spa in virginia oh that's a highfalutin place the fec reports show that the rnc paid more than a quarter million dollars to the resort in 2021 and 2022 So just in case you're wondering where the money's been going, because it's not going to the candidates. It's going to Ronna McDaniel and the Pottery Barn, Restoration Hardware, Crate and Barrel. What does that have to do with getting Republicans elected? Under the current leadership, the RNC, I'm reading from Red State, The RNC has spent more than $150,000 on what could be considered non-essential office expenses. $25,000 on Commonwealth Joe Coffee. $25,000? How much does it cost for us to, to... We serve free community coffee here. When you come into our palatial studios, you're going to get a lovely carrot cup. Praline pecan is the flavor of choice this month. And what it costs, what, five bucks? Down at the Costco? What are they paying $25,000 for? $7,000 on cupcakes. $7,000 on candles and diffusers. Well, you know, what does it smell at RNC headquarters? They have nasty odor? Are they, are we, they got a body odor problem there? Seems to me it might be cheaper to get some right guard. $75,000 at the Pottery Barn, West Elm. Restoration Hardware, and Crate and Barrel. In addition, the committee's FEC reports show expenditures totaling nearly $400,000 as furniture expense. And here comes the clothing. More than $100,000 spent at high-end clothing stores like Nordstrom, Vineyard Vines, Foot Joy, is this Lululemon? How do you pronounce the name of that place? I always it's Lululemon. Lululemon. Just keep it easy and say Lululemon. Lululemon. All right. Yes. Why? Why are Republicans shopping at Lululemon? I don't know, but one pair of leggings cost a hundred dollars. Sweet Lord! It's workout clothes too, by the way, not mm. professional. Well, I can tell you that not a lot of the Republicans I've seen at RNC headquarters are hitting the gym. Oh, I don't geez. see many gym expenses here. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Uncle Sam Needlepoint Belgian Loafers, $425. Why are we buying Belgian loafers? Mike Lindell makes a lovely pair of slippers over at MyPillow.com, made right here in the good old U.S. of A. According to the financials, the RNC is quite generous with its donors, $17 million to be exact. 
custom pins by legendary jeweler and hand, Christmas ornaments from, is it Shamar? I don't know. It sounds French. And it goes on and on and on. You know what? If you want to get somebody something nice, send them a card. Go down to the Hallmark store. The records also show more than $100,000 in hair and makeup services and dry cleaning, presumably for McDaniel's media appearances and wardrobe. For some perspective, the Democratic National Committee spent $1.5 million on donor gifts, $35,000 on private jets, and only $1,000 for floral arrangements during the 2021-22 election cycle. Longtime RNC committee members who spoke with Red State said that other than during Michael Steele's time as chair, it has not been standard practice for the chair to use private jets or chauffeur, chauffeur services. So in other words, the Democrats are spending their money, their donor dollars, on getting Democrats elected. What we're doing is spending our donor dollars to send Ronna McDaniel around the world on private jets so she can have a spa day and go to a Broadway show. And I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, and especially those of you who've been giving to the Republican Party, do you think you're getting your money's worth? Do you have a problem with the RNC spending millions and millions of dollars and squandering these dollars on luxury retreats and limos? 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Now, we are also going to be covering the story of John Boehner coming up in just a few moments. John Boehner back on Capitol Hill, and uh, he told a story about making out with Nancy Pelosi. That will curdle your Fruit Loops and your eggnog, but we got to share that story with you. Boehner also broke down in tears. We've got uh, the, we're on the eve of Title 42 uh, going away. We're going to be talking about that. We have some great guests, including Kirk Cameron, coming up. Again, 844-747-8868. This is the Ton Stern Show. Folks, the last time we had an inflation crisis like this, 67% of Americans had access to retirement benefits or a pension. Now that number is only 23%. And even if you're one of the lucky 23%, it's still been the worst half in 50 years for our stock investments. Now the biggest firms in the world are snapping up alternative investments outside of the usual stocks and bonds. Alternatives like the multi-million dollar art on offer at Masterworks. So they buy paintings from legends like Picasso and break them into shares so you can invest for a fraction of the cost. Then when a painting sells again, you get your potential return on investment. Masterworks delivers. I wouldn't be talking about them otherwise. In fact, their last three sales delivered 17, 21, and 33% net. With the economy in shambles, demand is surging. But you can get priority access at masterworks.art slash starns. That's masterworks.art slash starns. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.com slash cd. The price of Donald Trump's trading cards show that he's a little out of touch with the people. Uh, the average person cannot afford to spend $99 for a card. Uh, so I don't, just don't know what he's doing. Uh, yeah, that's Ricky from Arkansas. Yeah, I, 
It's a head-scratcher to me. May I just say this? Uh, you know who's going to be a little gun-shy the next time I see the president promoting a major announcement is yours truly. I'm not sure. I mean, is that a major announcement for you, ladies and gentlemen, that President Trump is launching a trading card collection, $99 a card? Does that um, does that tickle your fancy on this holiday season? 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. So John Boehner, crying, crying John Boehner, the guy with the cigarette leathery skin and uh, the martinis, and he would always weep. He was always a weepy kind of a guy, John Boehner. And uh, he did not disappoint yesterday. They were unveiling Nancy Pelosi's portrait up on Capitol Hill, and John Boehner broke down in tears. Let's uh, take a listen. Cut 10. Well, I could say it's good to be here, but I'm glad I'm here for Speaker Pelosi. Uh, Madam Speaker, Paul, uh, it's a privilege to to be with you and your family this afternoon uh, for the unveiling of this portrait uh, as you bring to a close an historic run uh, as leader of this institution that we love and served. Uh, Debbie and I offer our most sincere congratulations. Uh, Today uh, is about you, Speaker Pelosi, Uh, certainly not about me. Uh, But it would be wrong for me not to uh, note the passing just days ago of Mr. Ron Schur, uh, the exceptionally talented and generous artist who painted my own portrait, uh, which uh, was unveiled three years ago and now hangs in the Speaker's lobby. Uh, He also happened to paint the portrait we're going to see in a few minutes. Uh, May he rest in peace and may his family find peace in this holiday season. Uh, Madam Speaker, you and I have uh, disagreed uh, politically on many things over the years, but we were never disagreeable to each other. As you might have heard me say before, you can disagree without being disagreeable. Uh, You've been unfailingly gracious, gracious to me, to my family, and... uh, Frankly, my team here in Washington, and Madam Speaker, I have to say, my girls told me, tell this speaker, admire her. Oh, geez, I'll work. So if you couldn't tell, my girls are Democrats. Yeah, no, we could tell. And I don't think it's just the girls that are Democrats. I think that guy's a Democrat, John Boehner. No wonder Congress is in, in such disarray right now. No wonder the Republican leadership is in disarray. I mean, the guy just crying up there? I mean, come on. Never seen anything like it. 844-747-8868. We're going to get to your calls after the uh, the bottom of the hour break here. Also, uh, just a reminder that we are getting a trip together to Israel, the uh, Todd Stearns Holy Land Tour. It's going to be in November of 2023. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful seven-day journey, and you're going to want to be a part of it. Uh, We would love to send you some information about our first-class, once-in-a-lifetime trip to the Holy Land. If you would like information, 
Give Grace a call, 844-747-8868, and we'll get all your information. Again, that's 844-747-8868. All right, hang tight, folks. We're going to the phones. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Uh, great to have you with us today. 844-747-8868 is our number. Let's go to the phone. Steve in Arkansas. Steve, what's on your mind today? I just wanted to comment, Todd, about the money going to the political parties, and I'm talking about Democrat and Republican. I believe anybody that's uh, making contributions to a political party in this political environment instead of a individual candidate, they aren't making campaign contributions. They're just paying into a play to uh, pay to play scheme. So you think exactly that, what they're doing? So so unless you give money, you're not going to have the access. Well, they're paying. They're paying money. I'm saying they're the reason they do pay money to political parties is to have access. Well, that's a fair... They aren't trying to get a certain type of person elected. They're wanting access to the pay-to-play scheme that's going on. That's that's what our whole government is run like today, is a pay-to-play scheme. You know, Steve, all I can all I can say about this, it you know, the the issue here is that they're squandering the money. So the RNC yeah. has no interest in getting people elected who are Republicans. Uh, they're more about this country club mentality. And trust me, yeah. I know all about I know all about that uh, on the local level is that people are more interested in throwing a great party than running a great campaign. Yeah. Well, I think there is what what I believe. If we had something like a true Department of Justice, most of what is going on in Washington today that they're defining as legislation could be prosecuted under the RICO Act as racketeering. <laughs> well, there you go, Steve. Appreciate the call. Uh, thank you. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. A crazy story out of California, where a superintendent 
of schools is um, now out of a job. He was not fired. And I want you to, when you hear this story, I want you to understand the superintendent, the school board president, was not fired for hosting a an adult-themed gay Christmas party that featured male strippers wearing um, Santa hats, a dirty Santa Claus, and an open bar. Now, look, if you're an adult and you want to throw a party like that for fellow adults, hey, it's your money, your house, do whatever, do whatever you want to do. But when you invite the high school corral to your gay adult party with the dirty Santa Claus, that's a problem. Cut number three. Shirtless men and alcohol is what one parent says his teenage daughter was exposed to during an educator's private holiday party. They were offered an open bar and to socialize with the half-naked men, the dirty Santa that offered and made disgusting comments to our children. Gabriel Lozano's daughter is one of more than a dozen high school choir students who were hired to perform at the December 3rd party hosted by Claremont Unified School Board President Stephen Lanusa. Lozano says the students were told to arrive early, but that's when the night took an unexpected turn. Lanusa included to mingle with these people. Police now investigating the incident and confirming to NBC News they are looking into this photo of half-naked men allegedly posing with adults at that party that has been circulated by parents. Were any other school board members present? At a special session of the Claremont Unified School Board on Friday, where Lanusa was noticeably absent, parents called for his resignation. Sadly, there is no apology that can help our kids unsee or unfeel the events that took place in his home. In an email sent to parents obtained by NBC Los Angeles, the Claremont School District's superintendent confirmed Lanusa has stepped down. It comes shortly after his fellow board members also encouraged him to resign, writing in a statement, we are appalled by the allegations which are understandably causing distraction, disruption, and pain. A pain parents are not over yet. The board is now working to decide how to replace him. Well, so so here's, here's a little nugget for you that they didn't share in the local news coverage. And uh, kudos to the LA Times, everybody else for jumping on this story. Uh, Mr. Lanusa, the, who had been, I guess, on the school board for almost 20 years, is a very powerful and well-connected Democrat. So Lanusa has photographs of him, of himself with, uh, Kamala Harris and Scott Weiner, uh, who is one of the uh, leading uh, gay activist lawmakers in the assembly. And so this guy is very well-connected, very powerful individual. And the question is, first of all, why is it that the school board president invited a bunch of teenagers to a to a gay adult party that included nearly naked elves and a dirty Santa Claus? What is a by the way, Grace Baker? What is a dirty Santa Claus? Do we have any indication? Is I, I, it's not? It's just a filthy. I mean, uh, uh, it's just disgusting. I mean, there's a game called Dirty Santa, where it's like you exchange gifts and you don't know what it is. Oh, I don't think that's that. I don't, I don't think that's what Santa Claus is up to. Not that kind of gift. You don't want to sit on that guy's lap. No. And they had an open bar, and they were actually offering the children drinks. That's horrible and illegal. 
Thank you. So why is the guy not in jail? Exactly. That's, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, we, we'd all know it happened because there's photographic evidence. I mean, taking aside all the other horrible things, you could just, you know, ding him on the bar situation. All right, say not ding. Okay, I, this is a poor choice of words. Poor, very poor choice of words. No ding. Arrest him story. on. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> well, they they had plenty of handcuffs there. I'm sure it was one That's of those. True. I mean, it was an adult party. Mm-hmm. So, um, with lots of, and we've got a photograph, and we tried to um, we tried to make it make it as appropriate as possible on the website. That's a lot of blurring. But there was a lot of yes, there was a lot to blur. Oh. <laughs> About as much if you were going to ding it. Yeah. So that's oh. all I can say. Yeah, that does sound pretty bad. But this is important because th- there's there's a tie to this, um, Grace Baker, with another story that we've been, we've been following. And again, this is all about the sexualization of kids. The idea that anybody thought this was a, a good idea. Exactly. Because apparently this guy has been known to have you know he's been known to throw the the gay sex parties i mean that's what it was yeah i mean these were not like little christmas elves running around buck naked you know just for the fun of right so uh this is the story katie porter the democrat congresswoman right from from california katie porter is now defending pedophiles take a listen it's an allegation of groomer and pedophile. It is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. Um, so this is clearly prohibited under Twitter's content, yet you found hundreds of these posts on the platform. Your team filed complaints about these posts, correct? Yes. And how often did Twitter act to take down these posts, which violated its own content policy? Very rarely. So from our calculation, it looks like about 99% of your complaints, they basically acted on one or two of the 100 plus complaints you filed. Instead of taking them down, Twitter elevated them, um, allowing them to reach an approximate 72 million users. This is not just about what happens online. What happens online translates into real harms in people's lives. All right. So there you go. Uh, Democrat Congresswoman Katie Porter. uh, That was during a congressional hearing on anti-LGBT violence. And this was all about the Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs. But here's, here's what they left out of this whole hearing is that the shooting, the mass shooting, which is a horrific thing. Nobody wants. Nobody's wishing anybody get get shot in any kind of a club. But the problem here is that the person who did the shooting is a member of the LGBT community. A the, the shooter identifies as non-binary. So this is not a matter of right-wing activists going out there or anybody else shooting up a gay club. This is one of their own people group. One of their own. But in the course of this conversation. On Capitol Hill, you had a sitting United States Congresswoman say that pedophilia is not a crime, it's an identity. This is nuts, ladies and gentlemen. And this is part of the broader issue, is the sexualization of our kids. That's what this is all about. And that's why the school board president 
there in Claremont, California, which is in the Los Angeles area. That's why the school board president had no problem inviting underage kids to drink booze and hang out with male strippers at his adult gay Christmas party. Had no problem with that. And that's why you have people out there now defending pedophiles. And you're not even allowed to use that word anymore in proper society. You have to call them minor attracted persons. MAPs. Human rights campaign president Kelly Robinson said Twitter does not allow users to call people groomers, but claimed Twitter doesn't enforce the ban. Robinson said phrases like groomers and pedophiles are used to describe people that are mothers and fathers, and it is dangerous. And the phrases are meant to dehumanize. You see, they don't like this idea that the reason why the school board president invited these kids over to see the party is because he was grooming these kids. Or all of the drag queens going into the public schools teaching kids how to be drag queens, they don't like to be called groomers. This is a problem in public schools. I'm telling you, I would homeschool, homeschool, homeschool. What would you do? What would you do if your kid had been in that choir, ladies and gentlemen? What would you do if your kid had gone to that event and come home drunk? 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. My pillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock just in time for the holidays. Last Christmas you made our slippers the number one selling My Pillow product and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes and even wider sizes in all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable and they help relieve stress on your feet from all the running around this holiday. You can wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code STARNS. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love my slippers, and now they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gift ever. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS, or call 1-800-839-8506, promo code STARNS, to save $90 on the original my slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. All right, listen up, all you folks uh, going to Columbia University, one of the Ivy League schools. Maybe you want to catch their upcoming Athena Film Festival. That's happening in the spring. So uh, this is um, the Barnard College Division at Columbia, which is the um, private women's school. So this is the school for gals. And uh, anyway, they um, they charge a, a fee, and you get to see all these great movies. But in this instance, it's not good if you happen to be a person of the Caucasian persuasion. So the festival is a, um, a project of the leadership at Barnard College and Women in Hollywood. Included among the entry requirements for the film festival, the films must have a woman or women characters and leadership roles or positions. That's one of the that's like rule number 1 
So what happens if you want to identify, though? I mean, if you want to be a transgender filmmaker, I guess they would have to accept you, right? Anyway, they um, charge $14 to submit to the um, to the film festival. All right, so you, if you want to have your film considered, uh, you got to write them a check. Uh, you got to send them some cash, fourteen dollars, and they're not. It's a non-refundable fee too. But here's the here's the uh, the uh, the kick in the pants. Only white people will have to pay the price. Only white people. In recognition of the extra barriers that bi walk artists, hold on, is that bisexual women of color? I don't know. I'm guessing here. Oh, no, it's black indigenous women of color. My apologies. I thought it was bisexual. <laughs> ah, folks, it's hard to keep up with all of this. So if you're a black indigenous woman of color, you don't have to pay. Your tab is being picked up by the uh, the honkies. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Uh, apparently, they have a skin tax at Columbia University. So, <laughs> depending on what your color is, uh, there you have it. So, uh, hate to say that, but eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That's our toll free telephone number. That's eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Oh, I've got to get the story. We're gonna we have we've got a packed show coming up. Uh, by the way, Congressman Troy Nels is going to be here to weigh in on the border crisis, Title Forty Two ending in just a matter of days, and it's going to be a floodgate of people crossing the border. And uh, Kirk Cameron's going to be here, and our good buddy Steve Gill as well. The baby Jesus no longer welcome in Bucksport, Maine. All of you listeners at WLOB, you know where that town is. Uh, the town took down a nativity scene that had been displayed in the downtown for decades. And you know, it's just, you know, you got the Mary, uh, the baby Jesus, Joseph, probably some wise men. The Bangor Daily News reports the nativity was, re- was removed because of a stink involving a local atheist. Tom Waddell is the state chapter president of the Freedom From Religion Foundation. And uh, Waddell is all upset. They want equal access. And uh, Waddell is um, saying there's more to American culture than just Christianity. And having a nativity scene on public property is exclusive, so they want to put up their freaking atheist crap, whatever that is. By the way, can I just point this out here? Why is it that the atheists never pull this garbage with the Muslims, right? They're always off limits. But by golly, the atheists love to go pick on the Christians. (laughs) It's just the Christian holidays. So anyway, um, the town concerned about a lawsuit, so they took down the baby Jesus. And you might remember the same thing happened in Eureka Springs, uh, Arkansas, a couple of weeks ago, but the town leaders reversed their decision because you guys picked up the phone, you sent emails, and you bombarded City Hall, and uh, fortunately, they, they saw the error of their ways. So maybe, just maybe, it's time that we do the same thing uh, to the good people over at Buck Sports City Hall and let them know, hey, look, we're not going to allow you guys to throw away our Christmas time traditions. And I don't care what the atheists have to say about it. So, folks, uh, give them a holler. You can Google Bucksport City Hall. We'll try to find the number posted on our live show blog for you. 
Uh, but give them a call and say, hey, look, we want you to do the right thing here. Don't be bullied by the atheist. I mean, it really is that simple. All right, folks, we got to take a break coming up for the news. Uh, this is a great time to get yourself a copy of our Daily Biscuit, my latest book written with my friend Michelle Cox. It is a collection of hilarious and inspirational stories, and you're going to love it. It's a great stocking stuffer, and we also have some delicious recipes in this book as well. Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. Uh, you can get a copy at your favorite bookstore, uh, but I would love to be able to sign a copy for you, and I'll do that over at toddsterns.com. Click on the store app, and uh, it'll take you there, and you'll be able to get yourself as many copies of our Daily Biscuit as you want. It has become one of the best-selling books that we have, Um, and especially um, a non-political book. So our Daily Biscuit, uh, Devotions with a Draw, makes a great stocking stuffer. All right, folks, got to take a quick break here, 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. You can call to get on the show, or if you want information about our trip to Israel, give us a holler. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. All right, hello beautiful people, how's it going today? Are you doing good? I'm ready for, I don't know, I'm ready for the holidays already, I'm ready for Christmas to get here. Oh, Grace Baker, do you know what I, you know what I, I got a reservation. Christmas Day, you know, the Peabody Hotel, they throw a big Christmas brunch. Oh, yeah. And Christmas is on Sunday this year. And uh, it's, it's quite the, uh, it's quite the festivities. Have they brought back back the biscuits, though? They got the biscuits (gasps) back. Oh, wow. I I led the charge. Because of you. They won't admit it. They will not admit it, but it was because of me. (laughs) Because of all the complaints, a.k.a. Todd Starnes. Well, yes. I mean, I did pitch a fit. But seriously, it's the Grand Hotel of the South, 
and I don't mind that they're serving bagels. I get that. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're going to replace the biscuit with the bagel, that's what I got a problem Just with. Just have options. Got a late. Yeah, that's right. Or stop calling yourself the Grand Hotel of the South. That's true. That's all I was trying it's to misleading. say. Misleading. Anyway. So uh, it, great to have you with us today. What were we talking about, Grace Baker? Talking about the holidays. The holidays. How you're ready looking, for them. I am ready for the holidays. And uh, folks, uh, again, if you're trying to figure out what to get your loved one, if you really want to splurge, you uh, you got to check out our big trip to Israel coming up. Uh, we're very excited about the uh, trip to the Holy Land, which will be a combo platter of visiting the biblical sites as well as uh, having meetings with uh, Israeli leaders, government leaders, and talking about the geopolitical atmosphere in the Middle East. And it's going to be a wonderful event. We've got a contemporary Christian artist coming along that, that'll be doing worship music with us. You want to be a part of this. We're taking 100 of our listeners, and if you call Grace Baker, we will get your information, and we will send you all the details on our first class, once-in-a-lifetime trip to the Holy Land. Uh, 844-747-8868 is our phone number. That's 844-747-8868. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now, good friend of this program, uh, one of the nation's top political commentators, Steve Gill. Back with us, Steve. Hope you're doing good there in Nashville. I was good. I appreciated the uh, introduction as you came in to all of the beautiful people and Steve Gill. Well, you know, <laughs> you're a handsome man, Steve Gill. A handsome man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to make the Israel trip because I'm saving my bucks for the uh, Todd Stars NFT digital trading card. Can may I just? Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't know about this, Steve. And you know, I, I we're we're big Trump supporters on this program, but I'm not understanding this. Why, you know, why did he, you know, I, I just don't get it. Do you, is he really serious about running for the White House? You think this guy's really going to run? I, I think it's less likely today after his big major announcement that turns out to be a ninety nine dollar digital trading card featuring him. It, with photographs looking like Superman or Super Trump. Uh, I mean, again, why on earth would he or anybody surrounding him that might have um, the ability to speak to him allow him to do something that makes him look like a carnival grifter, which is the caricature that he has been portrayed as? Why, why prove their point? And, and it, just, it, it is complete nonsense. He's getting justifiable blowback, not just because of the, the you know, the, the creepy business prospect of this thing, but because he teased a major announcement that is nothing but, you know, I hope uh, I hope you send me money to put more money in my pocket, particularly in the wake of the midterm elections, where his at least one of his packs raised like $92 million for he and his family and didn't spend it on campaign. Again, he is, he is proving himself to be the grifter he's been accused of being, and and I think uh, that Ron DeSantis is doing it exactly right. Sit back, let Trump be Trump, and and it, he's going to destroy his own prospects for for the next campaign. Yeah, I, I again, I'm trying to understand this, and I just can't get my head wrapped around it, uh, Steve. My concern for, for from day one has been the people that are surrounding Trump, his privy council, uh, the people that are, are giving him advice and, and guidance here. You know what gets me? I mean, these are not even real cards. They're digital. 
and they're 99 bucks a piece? Who's got that kind of cash laying around? Well, the Zelenskys apparently do because Ms. Zelensky just did about an $80,000 shopping spree in Paris, uh, again, using our tax dollars to help the poor people of uh, Ukraine. So maybe Ms. Zelensky can, can afford to buy a bunch of these cards with uh, our tax dollars. Of, co- of course, with our tax dollars. Um, but again, going back to the issue at hand, if if you're Donald Trump, and you know there is this perception out there, and it's not that – let me just say this, Steve. Donald Trump is going to have problems getting all the Republicans on board with this campaign, not to mention the independents. And and that, it seems to me that he would be wanting to do whatever was necessary – to repair his image with the independents and some of those conservative Democrats, if any, are left. And I'm not sure this kind of stuff actually does it. You know, it's another one step forward, two steps back. His announcement that he was running was spot on in terms of tone and temperament and and content. And it was like, okay, Trump 2.0 has shown he's learned. He's He's, he's going to become a new Trump that's not going to be as blustery. He's not going to be focused only on the past. He's going to be looking forward. Uh, he's going to show a different tone and, and, and do what it takes to win those uh, independent young voters, suburban women that, that are not in his camp. And you cannot win general elections with just the Trump base. Now, like you thought, I'm, I'm a huge Trump fan. I love his policies. I'm not as offended by his bluff and bluster and, and, uh, uh, and behavior, but but others are, and the others that are really offended by it are the ones critical to winning general elections. And I think the uh, the problem is that Trump 2.0 we saw in the announcement has now been completely undercut by this new major announcement that that just again takes all the wind out of whatever um, you know push he had after the the announcement. And I think just you know again one step forward, two steps back. I, I have friends who are getting five or six emails every other day from don jr begging for money it's like what are they wanting money for and why is don jr putting money into his pocket or his pack or kimberly guilfoyle again it it looks like the worst excesses at least they're doing it publicly but it looks like the worst excesses of the biden crime family when they're just kind of this money grubbing we're looking for cash that, that isn't really doing anything to elect republican candidates promote the the policies and values that that he stands for. And, and I think, again, it's, it's not just this episode, but it's all the, the people around him who look like they're money grubbing using his name. And to make matters even worse, if it could possibly get worse, so apparently the, the, the Trump team decided it would be best to leak one of the major plank videos. Um, so the president's campaign planks, uh, one of them happens to be really good, talking about free a free speech policy proposal. And the video just dropped about 45 minutes ago, uh, but it wasn't sent to all of us. It was sent exclusively to uh, Jack Posobiec over at Human Events. I mean, if you're dropping campaign, you know, your campaign platform, that needs to be done on a broad scale. And you certainly don't want to do it just a few minutes after you dropped your digital trading card meme uh, that everybody's talking about. So now, now everybody's talking about the wrong thing. Well, you know, Todd, you and I have been in this communications and media business, you know, for a few years. But media and communications 101 is you don't step on your story. Uh, so, so why would you release the trading card thing on the day you were going to release or leak your your uh, 
uh, policy proposal unless they, they suddenly released the policy proposal because they saw the quick uh, slap back they were getting on this on this silly trading card business. But you're, you're not going to divert attention from a really bad decision by releasing something that, that looks like you're either trying to distract from your really bad decision or is just poor timing. It, it doesn't make sense in either in either category. No, and now and now the, they're calling that the, the real major announcement. You can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's you know you've already let that cat out of the bag. Jeez, hello, Steve Gill uh, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. While that's going on, by uh, the way, the real major announcement wouldn't be leaked to one media outlet. You would push it out to everybody. So again, don't compound two errors with a third error of lying about what you're doing. Oh, geez, hello. Um, Steve Gill on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Steve, the other big story, Red State had an ex- has the exclusive on this. Uh, they analyzed RNC spending. And if you go back in time, and I remember this, this was a big issue, uh, the spending of Michael Steele, who was the RNC chair back in, what, 2010. And he came under fire because of the amount of money they were spending on all sorts of stuff. And now the reporting is that Ronna McDaniel is spending more money than Michael Steele did on all sorts of luxuries, private jets, the limos, Broadway shows. Uh, is, is this going to cause people to rethink their giving to the RNC, Steve Gill? I would hope so. Um, again, I don't know how she missed out on the Mrs. Zelensky shopping spree in Paris with rnc donor money but she was buying stuff that you know mrs Zelensky would be ashamed to purchase uh and, and i think again you are stewards of, of your donor money whether you're a, a city council race whether you're a congressional race whether you're a rnc or the nrsc or any of these other organizations and, and i understand there are travel expenses but do you need to do private jets a la pete Buttigieg? uh do you really need to stay in, in the fanciest hotels with with your staff for a staff retreat. I mean, there are, there are places where you can get away, you know, whiteboard all the policies and discussions of, of what you're planning for the year ahead without standing, staying in the most, you know, luxurious resorts. And, and the optics of it are, are beyond horrible as, as she is uh, seeking another term on her, what, I guess, third term as party chairman when it's been three successive uh, losing seasons. If you had any football coach in America with three successive losing seasons, of course you'd be fired. And your defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator would be fired as well. And yet she's seeking another term to show that all is well. It's it's a fair point, Steve. And again, Republicans, we got to get it together. Uh, we've got to have new leadership. And uh, it's uh, if we don't, it's just going to be the same story in in twenty twenty four. And I am very concerned um, about uh, about what that election cycle is going to look like for for the Republicans. Well, and the, the problem you have is the major contender for it, um, Armie Dillon, you know, actually sued the the Tennessee Republican Party on behalf of Robbie Starbucks. You know, pulled one hundred and fifty grand from him uh, for a. a case that didn't even get out of the trial court and, and, and couldn't even get appealed because it wasn't valid enough. Uh, if this is the legal judgment she's going to bring to bear, then, then I have serious questions about her political judgment. But you can't beat somebody with nobody. And right now, Ronald Romney's there. You've got uh, Harmeet Dillon, who's, who's running. And, and Lee Zeldin said, no, the fix is in. All these you know, state uh, uh, reps for the Republican Party in each of the states, two members, I think, from each state, 
you know, she's already got it locked in because apparently they got to go to some of these retreats and staff retreats and get these luxurious pins and gifts from the uh, uh, from the National Party that uh, has essentially bought their vote. It, it you know, we talk about cleaning out the deep state in Washington. It is not just the bureaucracy. It's not just the Department of Justice. It's not just the FBI. We need to take a deep dive into the Republican political consultants who are, you know, passing uh, contracts to each other. You know, the whole mess that we saw with the NRSC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee under Mitch McConnell, the, the money that's being spent, how it's being spent, how it's not being successful in winning races needs a deep dive because the deep state is not just the federal bureaucracy. Who do you like as RNC chair, Steve? You got a you got a favorite? Well, I would have I would have liked Lee Zeldin. I think Scott Walker, the former governor of Wisconsin, would be good. I think I think you need serious adults with serious understanding of politics and and how to win. Uh, unfortunately, you know, none of the folks that I think would be good choices are are interested in trying to swim upstream against kind of the the fixes in mentality of the national republican committee yeah I, i'm with you on that oh gotta steve we gotta run here they're yelling at me to take a break uh we appreciate your great insight and uh, again what a weird just a weird day that that's all i can tell you it's just weird very merry christmas if we don't talk before all right merry christmas steve uh steve gill ladies and gentlemen great political analyst and people are really this is sort of interesting um the diehard trump you know blue check mark crowd they're they don't know what's going on here because now you've got um you've got folks coming out and saying hey no no no. the real announcement is that trump was releasing his campaign platform um but that's sort of getting lost in the mud of this um digital trading card collection let me ask you would you spend 99 dollars each for a a trump digital trading card would you spend that much money, $99? Uh, Laverne uh, Spicer uh, writes, uh, she's one of the blue check marks. She goes, I love Trump, but our country is being raped and pillaged. I need more than this from the leading presidential candidate for 2024. Don't play with our emotions. Another writes, what is this? I'm sorry, I thought the big announcement would be something a lot more serious than this. So much going on around us. Another writes, I don't like this. Our nation is in a dark place, economic turmoil. Our border is a disaster. I don't understand how his team thought this was a good idea. He has my vote, but I'm not buying digital trading cards. Rick Grinnell, please talk to him. What say you? If you could talk to Trump right now, what would you tell the president? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hey, Todd, this is James Sherwood, Arkansas. I, I, I can't help but ask, if if you're an atheist and you don't believe in my God, what difference does it make to you anyway? I mean, y'all should be like just, you know, the atheists should be just kicked back laughing and giggling, saying, look at them, they believe in God. I mean, why do they care? Well, it's that's actually a great question. Uh, look, the atheist... They're not docile little creatures. They hate Christianity, and they want to erase Christianity from the public marketplace. And why do they want to do that? So they can usher in an evil fascist regime. Look, that, that that's why they have to neutralize the American church. And if they can do that, they will be successful. 
So we can't let them do that. Hey, let's go to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Don in North Carolina. Hey, Don, what's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I think people are not judging Trump by looking at the facts. When he surrounds himself with intelligent people and experts in certain fields and generals and so forth, if they go up against him, they either get fired or they quit. So Trump doesn't listen to his advisors. He thinks he's smarter than everyone else. Um, he thinks he's smarter than the neurosurgeons. He thinks he's smarter than, you know, the financial experts and the generals and even his own attorneys. He gives his attorneys legal advice. Uh, I'm a Trump supporter, but I got to tell you, that's not real smart. It's it's a little frustrating, Don. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, but the the at the end of the, the the day, if if he wants to win and if he wants to run a serious campaign for the White House, we're going to have to knock off the the silly stuff. Got to do it. We, well, there's just too much on the line. He 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 doesn't listen to people that tell him that. You know, he does what he thinks is best. It's and- true. I, I hear you, Don. I hate to do this. We're, we're running up against a break. Do you agree or disagree with Don? Give us a call, 844-747-8868. Welcome back, everybody. Todd Starnes here. I <laughs> I don't know what's going on today, folks. I really, it's sort of like we're in the twilight zone. That's all I can figure out. Grace, when you heard the big announcement, what was your initial reaction? when you? Because we were talking about this on the show yesterday, and we thought, wow, this is, we had sort of cleared off the, the whole agenda to, to cover the, the big announcement. Is this unfiltered grace? Can I say whatever? Unf- we're unfiltered today. Besides unfiltered. cuss words. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what I the literally, hell, Mr. President? I was like, what the? <laughs> I mean, literally, I just <laughs> laughed and went, this is ridiculous. All this for that? What the? <laughs> so, so I'm just... <laughs> You got to be quicker on the button there. We know we know she's not really saying anything. <laughs> I never say anything like that. Theater Everybody of the knows mind, Kyle. Me. Theater of the mind. <laughs> we'll work on it. We're still trying. I just, I, you see, I part of me wants to say, okay, this was like all a big joke. Ha ha! Jokes on you. I don't think he's meaning it as a joke. That was the problem. I, you see, I don't. I don't either. And then the whole thing with, oh, well, we're leaking this video, and this is the big announcement. Well, sorry. He already posted and said, major announcement, and then put the trading cards. And then this rant. Yeah, they're just trying to cover their tracks with the policy video. Very obvious. One of our good friends, WSIC, the the great owner of WSIC, wrote, President Trump just lost major marketing power. Yeah. Yeah. His big amount, his big announcements mean nothing now. Well, because it's like the boy who it, cried wolf. Right. Just think about it. What do you think we're going to be doing the next time we have a big announcement? I'm going to go. Oh, okay, whatever. Just keep scrolling. Uh, it's I, just kind of sad. I was like, that's just pitiful. Why? But why? I just want to know who is advising him that said this is okay. I, I just don't get it. 
I'm not sure why I did this, but yesterday. And by the way, I would love to hear from people on this. I mean, it's is it is it a joke? Are you laughing? Do you are you bothered by this? It's again. I just these are unforced errors. Exactly. And when you are, you know, when you are the kind of a person Donald Trump is, you need a strong marketing team around you to refurbish the and refurbish the image exactly because let's let's face it it's taken a bit of a hit the past few months it has I mean, taken it has. a hit and you think this is going to help no i i like the caller was it don from north carolina who yeah. called just before we had to go to break there and don had a had a really good point is that the president never you know he's one of these guys that never makes a mistake and you know he he knows best so you bring a doctor in and you're about to have surgery and i i mean and he's not the only person who's like this there are a lot of guys who are like that you know they'll tell the doctor well here's how you need to operate or you know you bring the car in to have it fixed or repaired and you know better than the mechanic that's actually fixing the car oh yeah we all know somebody like that or you know you're at home and the plumbing uh, there's an issue and so you're like honey don't spend all we're not going to waste all that money calling a plumber I got this. I got it. Piece of cake. And the next thing you know, you know, you're wearing hip waders. Oh. All I'm saying is that the president needs to really heed somebody's advice over there at but Mar-a-Lago. It, and then I just want to know, yeah, maybe he just needs to clean house and just. He needs That's to what I would new, do. You know, before, That's what I would do. before launching, I mean, before going into this campaign full throttle in the new year, clean house. That's it. Or else he's going to have a hard time. I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to have a hard go of it as we move through the primary process. I mean, let's face it. Like, okay, Ron DeSantis, he's put out some great campaign ads. I mean, I'm not saying polit- uh, presidential campaign ads. I'm just talking about general. I mean, he's got this image that he has formed, which as all politicians do, and it's pretty spot on, right? Donald Trump, I feel like his image is kind of all over the place at the moment. We need to focus and just stick with that. Don't deviate. Just stay on target. Your top issues are the border. Yep. And by the way, I, so I've got to I've got to bring this into this documentary. So I was doing some channel surfing last night. I was exhausted, and um, someone convinced me to start taking the uh, what is the sleep stuff? The Melato- melatonin. Melatonin. Mel- oh, melatonin. Yeah. Love not melatonin. Holy smokes! I took two of those little blueberry flavors. I'm They're out quite, like a light. It tastes like candy. You just pop a couple, and the next thing you know, anyway, you're out like I, light. I forgot to take it last night, so I couldn't. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't go to sleep, and that was the reason why. So I thought, oh, you know what? I'll watch that Nancy Pelosi documentary that's out there. Oh, that'll and that'll put you knock to sleep. me out, right? Yep. So first of all, it was a horrible documentary, and I want to explain why. And it had nothing to do with Nancy Pelosi. It had everything to do with her daughter, the filmmaker. Oh no, she's horrible. As a matter of fact, I sort of felt sympathetic for Pelosi for having to put oh. up with a daughter like that. What Man. a pain in the backside. And you could tell that Pelosi was thinking, get that camera out of my freaking face. That's fair. She's Italian. She could do that. But look, I will I will say this about Pelosi. Two things that I that, that I uh, I pulled away from this uh this documentary. First of all, they hated Donald Trump. They, and they hate they still hate him. And they will do whatever is necessary to bring him down. And that was the whole point of it. She was actually, in a scene, she was filmed saying, we will use whatever we can to take this man down. And and I'm sorry, but garbage like $99 digital trading cards, that's the kind of crap that is, is not going to get you elected. Amen. 
and I and you know we have nothing to lose. We were on the outs with the the campaign for years because we just shared because I want the president to be successful. Oh yeah, we're all rooting for. It's not like we're like oh you don't want him to do well. It's like no, it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. So if I mean I don't know maybe there are people out there Trump supporters that have the ninety nine dollars to spend on this stuff. I don't know. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. The other interesting thing about this documentary on Nancy Pelosi, I th- this was the documentary that had the, um, the video of J6. So she had the camera crews there when J6 was going down. And may I just say, that all looked very scripted. They said it was filmed in real time, and I don't believe it. I don't believe one bit of it. And when you start to put all the puzzle pieces together, you get a pretty good idea that what they told us happened on that day is not what really happened on that day. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. It's going to take time, but we're going to find out what really happened. But it had nothing to do with Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, all the speeches and the sound bites from that documentary about Trump on that day were selectively edited. They took out the parts about protesting peacefully. They took out all the stuff about not causing people harm. They took out all of that stuff to make it look like Trump was some sort of an evil monster. When, in fact, we now know, we now know that the Democrats the FBI knew what was going to happen on J6 weeks before and did absolutely nothing to prevent it from happening. So what does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. You know, you've heard the news, Twitter censoring conservatives big time. They've been suppressing information about Hunter Biden's laptop. Eric Bowling is on Newsmax exposing Twitter's war on President Trump. And I want to encourage you to watch Eric Bowling, The Balance, tonight for news you need to know. And also make sure you vote in Newsmax's urgent poll. Do you want Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis as your guy in 2024? Newsmax wants to know what you think, and you can vote in the Newsmax poll, Trump versus DeSantis. Text the word SKIP to 39747. That's SKIP to 39747, and let your voice be heard. Again, the Newsmax poll, Trump versus DeSantis. Text SKIP to 39747 to participate. All right, people, welcome back. Good to have you with us, ladies and gentlemen. You know what we ought to do is come up with some Todd Stern Show digital cards. Maybe that's what we ought to do, Grace. <laughs> so does that mean we all get our own with, like, our superhero outfits on? Does Merlo get one? Yeah, Merlo gets one. Okay, good. Get, get Merlo a little cape. Yes, a Maybe little that's cape. It. Oh, by the way, guys, have you heard of the big news uh, out of the box office? So AOC, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Sandy, as they used to call her back in high school, Uh, Sandy Cortez has a new documentary out on climate change called To the End. And this thing has apparently bombed at the box office. I mean bombed big time. According to the Daily Caller, the movie only only brought in $80 per theater. Oh, that's terrible. 
Do you, you know, isn't that the the weirdest, the most awkward thing when you go see a movie and there are only like five or six people in the movie theater? But I like being there by myself, though. It's kind of nice, don't you think? Then you can react freely. You don't have to be like, shh, be quiet. Do you even go to the movies? Yeah, I love going to the movies. Really? I do. do so are a lot of other people going back to the movies or um, fairly empty? Mm, I would say... Most of my friends, like, we all like going to the movies, but it, when you go to the movies, I would say the crowds are not as big as they used to be. You see, I... Unless it's an opening night. Like, if it's an opening night for, like, a big Marvel movie or, like, the Avatar movie coming out, sure, it's going to be packed. But, like, on your average weekday, I'm like, ooh, not great. When I lived in New York City, I, I did enjoy going to the movies, and then I stopped because, uh, you know, the, it's they're filthy. The theaters are nasty. You know, you you put your feet down and they your shoes stick. Ew. So it's and then you got the kids and they're you know making out and oh. carrying on and it's like kids take it to the car, go to the alley. Oh no, Todd, take that stuff to the alleyway. Nobody wants to see that nonsense. And so anyway, they opened up. So so I stopped going to the movies, and then they opened up. Uh, I lived in downtown Brooklyn. And one of these new high-rises. And so the first 18 floors of the high-rise, it was a big shopping mall. So we had a Trader Joe's Fancy. and a food court. And uh, we had a, a an Alamo Draft House theater. That's pretty nifty. It's amazing. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot and go. And it's one of these deals where you have to be 17 years of age or older and uh, you're not allowed to have your cell phones. And that's, that's the other thing. Everybody has their cell phones out of the movie theater. That's the worst. Biggest pet peeve. Unless you're just checking a message or turning off your sound or fine. But if you're just sitting there with it open, I'm like, what are you doing? The two biggest indicators that parents are not doing a good job raising their kids. Um, number one, it's driving. When you have teenage drivers, they're not teaching their kids how to drive. No. And number two, it's movie theaters. You can tell if a child has been raised right by the way they behave in a movie theater. That's fair. I can't say I've witnessed anything super dramatic besides the phones being out, but all the talking. Oh, is that just, yeah. Shut up. Stop. Watch the movie. Like just if you're gonna like laugh at something in the movie, go ahead. But I love the reactions. But don't sit there and have a full blown conversation. I went to a Medea movie in New York City. Oh, and. I couldn't hear a single bit of dialogue because the you know it, it's it everybody was, was talking. Everybody was talking. You're like, okay, that's a waste of my money. And I hate it when people are like, oh, it's totally fine to do during the previews. I want to see the previews. I get there early to see the previews. So here's the best part of Alamo Draft House: no previews. I don't need to see 45 minutes worth of previews. I like it when it's something I haven't seen yet. Like, sometimes they release trailers straight to the theater, and you're like, oh, sweet, I've wanted to see a sneak peek. I'm the only one, because producer Kyle's shaking his head. Does anybody else like watching the previews? Is it just me? I think it's just you, oh, Grace. Man. I don't, maybe there see, are people out there. I like the whole experience. There. Are there the popcorn? Oh, so, so back to Alamo Draft House, because I have to explain this to you, because I don't think we have one here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, so you get there and you sit down and you have your own little table and the, the, you, you have an order form. So you can order whatever. They have a menu. So you can get food. The popcorn is unbelievable. And then you get, um, you know, they come in these big bowls. So it's not like you got the bag. You got a nice bowl. 
and whatever drinks you want, and it's great. They bring it right to you. The worst thing that came from the pandemic was going back to the movie theater, and they wouldn't let let you put your own butter on your popcorn anymore. They're like, oh, no, we do it. And they go, squirt, squirt, and they're all done. It's like, no, you got you to gotta spread it. You got to toss it. You can't do it anymore still. Are you kidding me? It's tragic. But still? Still you can't. Oh, most, at most of them anyway. It's see, very rare. Yeah, see what Democrats have done to this country. Ruin the it's movie disgusting. Theater. But anyway, the, the other great thing about Alamo Draft House is that if they catch you on your cell phone, you're immediately expelled. You don't even get a second chance. You don't get a second chance. And I don't, you know, why would you need a second chance? They give you the, all the chances you need when it says, do not use your cell phone or you will be thrown out of the movie theater. We don't care if your mom's in the hospital. Don't care. Take and it outside. Sorry, I don't care. I, You know, I'm paying 20 bucks to watch a movie. Be quiet. So I guess if you see it buzzing, just step out. Then you can take the Turn call. it off. You don't need your phone on. And the Seriously, you don't need it on. No. And then they have they have warm cookies. So you what you do is you pace yourself through the oh, movie. Oh, okay. So okay. And they'll bring it to you. They'll so. bring it. They bring it right to you. And poof, How do they and do that without being loud? It's amazing. It's amazing like how they do it. it. No, they you, just just, you put your card up, and they know to look, you know, and they come, and they're just like little elfin creatures. Wow. It's it's really a very well-done experience, I will say. A little pricey, but it's worth it because you don't have the experience. aggravation. Yeah, that makes sense. And everybody watches the movie, and that's the whole point of it, except for AOC's movie, and nobody went to go see it. No, I don't even think a warm cookie could make me go see that movie. The, well, you're not allowed to eat it because of the milk and the cows and oh, the gas, and you know, they're blowing holes in the ozone, and we're all going to die. Uh, Sandy's film made less than ten thousand dollars at the box office. I didn't even know she was coming out with the movie to prove that point. Wow, I mean, bad that's, marketing. It's horrible marketing. She needs to be. Uh, she needs to head down to Mar-a-Lago. Maybe they can give her a few pointers. <laughs> Maybe they could do. I don't know some. Uh, climate change cards there you go all right coming up uh, in the next hour kirk cameron's going to drop by uh, he tried to get public libraries to host storybook times for his new faith-based storybooks but the library said no now these same libraries allow drag queens to come in and and, and groom the children but books about jesus are not welcome. And so we're going to be talking with Kirk Cameron, also checking in with Congressman Troy Nels uh, down in Texas, border crisis. Folks, we're talking about thousands of people coming across the border every single day, and it's only going to get worse when Title 42 expires, and we're just a couple of days uh, from that happening. Also, uh, we got a great story up on our website, and you need a, we need a feel-good story every now and again, and this is one of them. Uh, Steven Silas, who is the head coach over at the Houston Rockets, uh, his dad died. His dad, Paul, NBA legend, 16 seasons uh, in the NBA, won three championships with the Boston Celtics. Anyway, uh, three days after his dad passed away, he's back on the court coaching the Rockets. Uh, they were playing the Phoenix Suns, got a big win. But instead of just, you know, storming off to the locker room or whatever, uh, Coach Monty Williams, uh, he's the head coach over at uh, the, uh, Phoenix, stops uh, Coach Silas, and they, like, embrace on the court, and they have this 
prayer. It was like a 30-second prayer and, and just really trying to be an encouragement, trying to be a, a friend. And it's just a reminder that, you know, it's not always about winning or losing. You know, it's it's about being there for people. And it's just a great story. We have the video. Got to see that at toddsterns.com. So uh, good guys there. Certainly want to pray for the Silas family as uh, they're going through this this loss. All right, folks, uh, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. All right, uh, hello everybody, welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Happy to have you with us today. Write down our telephone number, you will need this if you plan on calling in, 844 747 8868. All right, we have been following this crazy disaster at our southern border. It's impacting the entire nation, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It is one of the most dangerous things. Uh, We do not have secure borders. Without secure borders, we cannot have sovereignty. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. Uh, Someone who knows all about this, our good friend from the 22nd Congressional District in Texas, Congressman Troy Nels. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Todd, it's good to be with you, and very Merry Christmas to you and your listeners. And Merry Christmas to you too, Congressman. Um, I want you to, to to take us on a journey of, of what you guys are dealing with there in, in the state of Texas as the borders have basically uh, become overrun. Well, ever since Joe Biden took office, uh, we have had, obviously, a humanitarian crisis at our southern border. Under Donald Trump, we've had the most secure border in four decades. And then even before Joe Biden was inaugurated on January 20th, he was telling the world to come on in, come on in to our southern border. Everybody's welcome. It started with the southern triangle, you know, the triangle, El Salvador, Guatemala. But what we've noticed, he's invited people from across the entire globe. And we've had well over 100 countries. So we obviously... We have a problem at our southern border. The Border Patrol is stretched thin. They're struggling. Obviously, their mental health, you know, that there are Border Patrol agents that are taking their lives, and, and, and too many too many people in the Border Patrol are, 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 are having a very difficult time going to work each and every day uh, dealing with this influx. And it seems like this administration and my orcas, who I guess was down there a few days ago, Says, still says today, looks at the American people on the cam, in the camera, says, we don't have a problem here. No, we have a problem here. We have a serious problem. It's, whether it's the fentanyl, whether it's the, obviously, this Title 42 expiring here in a few days, I don't know. This is by design, Todd. This is by design. They want everybody coming in here because then they're going to try some type of an amnesty and just make them all citizens. Shame on them. 
You know, Congressman, uh, Jim Jordan was running the math here. Title 42, as you mentioned, ends on December 20th. At that point, they expect as many as 14,000 illegals to cross the border every day. He said, you know, by the time you wrap up the month, you're looking at a population the size of New Orleans. Uh, I just don't know how we can actually afford to to care for all of these these illegals. Well, number one, we can't afford it. But, and, and what the administration truly doesn't understand is how it affects these individual states. And, and every state is a border state. But how it affects local government as it relates to providing education. These local school districts that can't build schools quick enough because the number of individuals coming in here. And now we are mandated. They, they have to educate these youngsters. Uh, and I think it's irresponsible. It's placing the American people last. But these communities along the southern border, and as we continue to move north with the number of these individuals being shipped around the entire country, it's irresponsible. I believe, Todd, I personally believe that what this administration is doing, knowing the amount of people dying from fentanyl and the sex trafficking, the human trafficking, it's almost it's criminal what this administration is doing. Well, it is criminal. And back to your point about this all being by design, I mean, you're looking at basically the colonization, the recolonization of the United States of America. I mean, if you're looking at 400,000, 500,000 people a month coming in, at some point, the, the, the country's just going to be overrun. It's going to be overrun. It's going to be overrun, too, uh, uh, you know, by Democrats. You know, eventually these people will have children here. Obviously, they're going to be American citizens. I think the Democrats look at this as, in the, as the long game. They're looking at this, and they're focusing 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And you know what they want. They want one-party rule forever. And this is one of their strategies. Just bring these people in. They're wearing Biden shirt and, and everything, so they know that a majority of these people are going to give praise and thanks to the Democrats uh, for allowing them to come in. We're going to give them all these programs, these entitlements. And eventually they're thinking, hey, this is the long game. We eventually these people are going to be allowed to vote. We're going to find a way to get them to vote, become American citizens, and, and there'll be one-party rule forever, and it will destroy this country. It's over for the Republican Party if this happens. Congressman, with uh, the Republicans about to take control of the the House, w- are there things that you guys can do to secure the border? We sure we because we'll control appropriations, so we'll con- we'll control the purse strings. But full disclosure, Todd, you got to have the presidency, you got to have the White House if you really want to get meaningful legislation done at the southern border. You should have both chambers and the White House. But I tell you. When we had both chambers and the White House under Donald Trump, we had a spineless, weak speaker, and we had a weak Congress. Paul Ryan didn't really do anything to help secure that southern border. Donald Trump had to do it under executive order. And so really what you need is we need Donald Trump back in 2024. I'm I'm fully engaged with him. We need to get him back in this White House. And then I actually believe we could actually do something meaningful to secure a southern border and put the American people first. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. A, a very dangerous situation uh, developing. And this is uh, this is the full-scale invasion of the United States of America. And it's just appalling that you have elected members of Congress who are turning a blind eye and a president who promised, put his hand on the Holy Bible 
and swore to protect our nation from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and then he turns a blind eye to this congressman, that, that's just unforgivable. Without question, and I just don't understand how anybody, how American citizens out there could be supporting the Democrat agenda today. The Democrat agenda puts the American people last. There's a crisis on every corner, and we just got through an election on November 8th, and I still can't believe people are supporting the Democrat Party. This place is, this country's going crazy. All right, uh, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Hope you and your family have a great and blessed Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. God bless you and your listeners. All right, uh, Congressman Troy Nels from the 22nd Congressional District in Texas. Meanwhile, you got Gavin Newsom, who actually has embraced Joe Biden's immigration policies. And now he's turning tail and he's running. Uh, he was doing an interview with KCRA, the television station in Sacramento, and says there's no question that we are not prepared for a post-Title 42 world. He says we need to reconcile the fact the federal government has not committed to reform and it is a perilous path we're on. I want you to understand this. The In California, you folks in California, you taxpayers in California, you're spending over a billion dollars to fund services and resources for the illegals. A billion dollars. The governor says California can't continue to shoulder all of the financial burden. He says the state is likely facing a $24 billion budget shortfall. Well, you know what? If 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 he wanted to, he could shave off a billion dollars of that simply by cutting off all of the services to the illegals. Better yet, secure the border. Newsom says that California cannot continue to absorb the responsibility of the federal government. Quote, we've made that crystal clear to the Biden administration for some time. And now you've got Newsom going out there and criticizing the Republicans for politicizing it. The Republicans aren't politicizing it. They're informing the nation about what is happening. Now, what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Do you think, as Congressman Nell said, that this is all by design? Do you believe that we are systematically being invaded? Is it possible, remotely possible, that 5, 10, 15 years from now, You could literally have states overrun by illegals, and at that moment, you could have countries like Mexico coming in and saying, hey, look, we are reclaiming our territory again. I know people think that's ludicrous, but sooner or later, there are going to be more of them than there are us if we don't secure the borders. And that very well could happen. 844-747-8868. Just ask Ukraine. 844-747-8868. We've been telling you for quite some time about our friends over at Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, folks. And they have some incredible Christmas time deals and offers just for you. Veterans, first responders, they're going to take extra good care of you. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd is the website. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Their website's pretty cool, folks. Uh, All sorts of good information. And you can type in your zip code, and they will show you what their coverage looks like in your area. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd, or give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Now, listen up. Use my name, 
and they're going to give you some great discounts. My name, Todd, at PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. to serving your full two-year term for the people of San Francisco? What is this? this? Don't bother me with a question like that. (laughs) Really? Really? Okay? Is that what I'm going to do? Yeah. I don't... Those kind of questions are such a waste of my time. No, I'm... Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. Wow, she woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Nancy Pelosi. Fired up. Maybe she's really upset about that... uh, about that documentary that her daughter put together. I don't I don't think she came out looking all that good, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Uh, this is the headline from Red State. University's harassment policy requires staff to use students' preferred pronouns. Uh, this is insane. University of New Mexico has amended its procedural guide to accommodate the self-identification of attendees. The university says that all people must refer to one another by their preferred pronouns or else face penalties. Quote, the university is committed to inclusive excellence and diversity. Well, there there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So steer clear of that public university. Uh, 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. You know, I'm telling you, this border situation, that is a dangerous thing here, folks. I, I, I just can't stress enough this idea that we are being invaded. And one of these days, there will be more more south of the border people living in America than actual American citizens. And when that day comes, we're going to be screwed. Let's go to the phones, 844-747-8868. Steve in North Carolina on the line. Hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, Todd. Um, I would like to see uh, the states, especially the southern border states, start filing suits against the federal government for failure to enforce existing immigration laws. I'm with you on that, Steve. Uh, again, Biden Biden is in violation of his oath of office. I consider every person coming across that southern border an enemy of this nation. Every single one of them. Well, well every every southern state uh, southern border state needs to to get their AGs together and file uh, a suit against the federal government for failure to do their duty. I like follow it. Follow the existing laws. And, and, Steve, the broader issue is that every state is suffering uh, because of the, the amount of fentanyl that's coming across the, the border. I mean, it's just a, just a whiff of that stuff will kill you. Um, this, is a, this is a matter of national security, and nobody wants to get serious about it. Unfortunately, it's being left up to the local law enforcement agencies, and they're being overwhelmed. Indeed they are, Steve. And to that point, I appreciate that call. Uh, This is 
Texas Judge Richard Cortez and says the elimination of Title 42 is going to be a nightmare. Cut four. DHS is warning that if Title 42 ends, right, next week, it will likely increase migration flows immediately. How is that going to impact your community that is already under stress? Well, it's going to have a huge negative impact. Uh, And as you know, uh, these immigrants, we don't know. Some of them have infectious disease. Some may be criminals. I mean, mean, we'll get a mixed bag of them. Many of them are are honest people that want to come here and work, but but we have a mixed bag of things. And none of them really want to stay here in in our area. They're all moving north or east or west to other, other municipalities. And it was always a concern to us when, when they come into our airports or our bus stations, you know, to our neighborhoods, uh, when such large numbers, it, it presents a logistic, a logistic problem. And, you know, thank goodness we have some uh, non-governmental agencies that have been assisting with this process. But it puts a burden on not only cities, but, but all our federal agents. And we're going into a holiday season that, that hopefully are our people that that are entrusted with protecting us will we'll spend some time with the families. But if this Title 42 is lifted, then it's going to be all hands on board, everybody working. Uh, it will really be a nightmare. I think everybody agrees with that. Oh, we got some fan mail, Grace. This is from Judy. Ooh, I'm ready to hear it. Judy says, hey, Todd, you need to smile some. You are too fixed on the trans crowd. We all cracked up when Trump showed us his new announcement. People who understand Trump's humor got a fun kick out of this. Lighten up, Jeezaloo. No. <laughs> Misspelled Jeezaloo. I was going to say, how do you spell Jeezaloo? I don't not think the like way, that. Not the way Judy spelled it. No. Now, look, you know what you mean. I, I mean, I guess, is it is it a joke? I, I don't think it's a joke. Is it I a said joke? I laughed when I first saw it and then was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe this is for real. I don't know. Should we have been expecting a joke yesterday that uh, that Trump was going to make a major announcement? I don't know about that. Especially when it comes to texting, it's hard to tell tone. That is true. It is even on True hard. Social. It's a little. It's a it's just a smidge difficult. Can't tell. So I, yeah, it's hard to tell. I if it is a joke, it's um, I don't know. Maybe it's a poorly timed joke. Yeah, that's not helpful either. The timing is not good at all. Because he literally, uh, just what, 45 minutes to an hour after that came what would have legitimately been a big announcement. Mm, yeah. But, but nobody's talking about that. No. Because they're talking about, I, I don't know, maybe I need to lighten up. Yeah. I'm still not going to spend $99, though. No, sorry. I've already done my Christmas shopping. That wasn't on the list. Right? I mean, that's a, that's a chunk of change. It for, is. For something you can't even wrap. No, it's digital. It's digital. And then, it, I mean, what just hire, I, just, I don't know, draw Trump, give it to your sibling and say, here you go. Save a few dollars. Save a few bucks. All right. I, you know, I may have to go to the, we had to go to the website and uh, see what the Trump cards actually look like. Uh, Got to take a break here, folks. Kirk Cameron coming up next. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. By the way, Nancy Pelosi was asked about Title 42, which is um, about to expire 
and it's going to be all you know what on the border. Cut number eight. Should the administration extend Title 42, do you think the border is secure enough to possibly handle an influx in migrants that we could see? Well, the, uh, to secure our border is our responsibility. Uh, we always can do more. So I say enough by what standard. But I, uh, the courts have spoken on that subject. Uh, it, there's not going to be anything happening in this Congress as we go out because it is We've been through the course now. I do like talking about immigration, though, because it is the constant reinvigoration of America. All right, there you have it. So uh, Pelosi avoiding answering the question about Title 42. And there are Democrats out there that are very alarmed at at what's happening along the the southern border. But their leadership is not going to do anything because they consider those people to be votes and replacement votes for all of the minorities who are leaving the Democrat Party thanks to the work of Donald Trump. Oh, by the way, I've got to play this audio from a Club Q survivor. So they had big hearings up on Capitol Hill yesterday. Cut number five. Hate rhetoric from politicians, religious leaders, and media outlets is at the root of the attacks, like at Club Q, and it needs to stop now. Rhetoric that makes people less than for being different. Rhetoric that threatens to silence what sports we can play, what bathrooms we can use, how we define our family, and who I can marry. We need elected leaders to demonstrate language that reflects love and understanding, not hate and fear. Well, I hate to you know break it to this uh, to this guy, and I'm glad he survived the the attack. But this guy lied on Capitol Hill. I mean, he's lucky he didn't open himself up to some sort of charges for lying on Capitol Hill to these lawmakers during this testimony. He's out there blaming the Republicans and the Christians for that shooting when, in fact, it was one of their own group, one of their own tribe that was ultimately responsible. So, again, don't let the facts get in the way of the narrative here. And as Rahm Emanuel, the godfather, once said, never let a crisis go to waste. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I want to go back to this report out of uh, California. The school board president, this guy resigned um, because he held an adult party and invited the high school choir to come along and participate and do some songs while you had um, nearly naked men frolicking about their male strippers and something called a dirty Santa. Oh, and an open bar for the kids. Cut number three. Dirty Santa, shirtless men, and alcohol is what one parent says his teenage daughter was exposed to during an educator's private holiday party. They were offered an open bar and to socialize with the half-naked men, the dirty Santa, that offered and made disgusting comments to our children. Gabriel Lozano's daughter is one of more than a dozen high school choir students who were hired to perform at the December 3rd party, hosted by Claremont Unified School Board President Stephen Lanusa. Lozano says the students were told to arrive early, but that's when the night took an unexpected turn. Lanusa included to mingle with these people. 
Police now investigating the incident and confirming to NBC News they are looking into this photo of half-naked men allegedly posing with adults at that party that has been circulated by parents. Were any other school board members present? At a special session of the Claremont Unified School Board on Friday, where Lanusa was noticeably absent, parents called for his resignation. Sadly, there is no apology that can help our kids unsee or unfeel the events that took place in his home. In an email sent to parents obtained by NBC Los Angeles, the Claremont School District's superintendent confirmed Lanusa has stepped down. It comes shortly after his fellow board members also encouraged him to resign. Writing in a statement, we are appalled by the allegations which are understandably causing distraction, disruption, and pain. A pain parents are not over yet. The board is now working to decide how to replace him. Homeschool your children, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can tell you. Homeschool your kids. Jeez, Alou. All right, 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. We first told you um, about this crazy story involving our good friend, Kirk Cameron. Uh, he'd been reaching out to libraries to try to get one of these story hours uh, so that he could read this incredible new storybook that he wrote called As You Grow to Little Boys and Girls. Drag queens are allowed to go into the public schools, but not apparently Christian dads. Kirk Cameron on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. Kirk, how's it going today? Hey, Tom. It's going great. Nice to talk with you. Well, likewise, and uh, Kirk, I want you to take our listeners through this uh, process. I know you guys were reaching out to these libraries, and uh, tell us what happened. Well, I I wrote a brand-new children's book. It's called As You Grow, and it teaches kids biblical wisdom through the seasons of life and uh, how to grow the fruit of the Spirit, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And I was denied by over 50 woke libraries who have hosted drag queen story hours. Uh, some of them said, well, uh, we're not interested because we're a queer friendly library and our messaging does not align. Uh, others uh, said no to biblical values, but at the same time, they have scheduled gender name change clinics to help older teens uh, um, fill out their paperwork as they're switching from one uh, gender to another. So um, I don't know, Todd, you tell me what's going on. Um, I'm thinking kids could use something about self-control, kindness, and goodness in light of all of the mental illness, suicides, uh, drug overdoses, cyberbullying, and school shootings, but public libraries are saying no. Yeah, I, I wrote a book about this uh, back in 2019, and, and at the time, I was uh, the Drag Queen story times were just getting into high gear, and uh, one actually happened in my neighborhood when I lived in uh, Brooklyn, New York, and even some in the Christian community thought it was a stretch that these kinds of things were problematic. But, Kirk, I took one look at, at these Drag Queen story hours, and it was very clear to me this was about shoving an agenda down the throats of children and grooming these children to embrace ideolo- ideology uh, that is clearly to the left. Well, I think you're, you're exactly right, and, and our founders told us that this would be the issue. Uh, George Washington said that the two indispensable supports for a free republic like ours is biblical faith and morality. And, of course, those are the, the two things, the two taproots of freedom, and they uh, are being severed. And what I'm, what, 
where I think the blame needs to be placed is not on those uh, who hate freedom, but those who love freedom but are apathetic and unengaged. And I think we've been asleep for several decades, which means we've been unaware of what's been going on. And now that we have been woken up by some of these horrific things that we're seeing, uh, if we remain unengaged, we have no one to blame but ourselves. So I'm thrilled to see parents and grandparents and even librarians reacting to this story. They're stepping up. They're calling us. They're asking for the book as you grow uh, and, and for any book, for that matter. And they want to walk into their local library and say, listen, uh, we would like a chance to read our book to the children and give them access to the kind of values that are actually going to help them not not destroy them. And um, if libraries uh, turn them down the way that they've turned me down, I'm showing them how to fight back by using the tools of law like I have. In fact, I posted two public letters to those libraries saying, I hope this is just a misunderstanding. Here's a free copy of my book for you to review. Um, these are values that I think uh, every community could use. And if you continue to exclude certain viewpoints because you don't like them in the public library, well, then I'm prepared to assert my constitutional rights in court. And I'm hoping that I'll be making a trip to these libraries soon to read my book. You see, I, I think this is a brilliant strategy. And, you know, you're not you're not burning anything down. You're not beating up people in the streets. You're engaging in your constitutional rights um, to to get these books in the public libraries and to be treated fairly, at least to be treated the same way they treat the drag queens. That's exactly right. And, and, and here's where we see the real agenda going on in terms of what's happening in our culture. Um, this is, is not really just an appeal for tolerance. It's a cloak for, for total control, and it's just a stepping stone to get to where the Marxists really want to go. And this isn't some sort of conspiracy theory. This is just history 101. Um, what you do is you, you, you call for coexistence, but really behind the curtain, it's all about conquest. And once, once they're now in these places uh, being accepted and tolerated, uh, they then must have equal rights and be celebrated, defended, and anyone who opposes them with a different viewpoint must be bad, and then, therefore, they should be excluded. That's where they're going, and, and, and I'm a, a living example of that, uh, and so many other people are, pastors, photographers, bakers, a lot of people, and we need to decide, do we want to live in the United States of America, uh, the, a free republic, or do we want to live in uh, you know, a communist China? Do we want to live in uh, under an oligarchy or a dictatorship? And we, the people, will decide. And even if we if we just stay unengaged, that in itself will make the decision for us. And again, we're talking about taxpayer funded libraries. These should be public libraries, right. and they're excluding you because of the content of these books, which is Christian content. And Kirk, you and I both know that there is a concerted effort to neutralize the church in America for that nefarious yeah. reason. Uh, the church has to be destroyed um, for communism to take root. And we saw this play out in Venezuela most recently, and it is a very dangerous game. And I'm, I really do hope that people wake up and pay attention to what's happening in their country. Me too, Todd. It's the church and it's the family. It's, that's where faith and morality grow. In the church and in the family are where faith and morality grow, those indispensable supports. And I, uh, like you, am, am hopeful. And I want to be 
at the center of revival. I want to see a great awakening in our country. I think too many Christians are content to have an eschatology that justifies their complacency, and when they see bad things happen in the culture, they're too quick to tuck their tail between their legs, go home and cry in their Chick-fil-A soup and wait for the rapture. I say instead, we need to do like the pilgrims. Um, grab a hold of the Word of God and begin applying it to your family, to your, to your business, to your church, your community, and, and even the reformation of your government. And plan on the next 250 years so your great-grandchildren have something to look forward to. KurtCameron.com is the website, folks, uh, KurtCameron.com, and you can get his books wherever you buy your books. And, uh, Kirk, this is a, another big part of it is providing resources for families. You know, there just aren't a lot of good storybooks out there for kids, yeah. uh, especially dealing with the issues regarding the Bible and uh, and some of our moral beliefs. So I'm excited that you guys, that you're putting together a project like this. Well, well, thank you. And what's interesting is, is this teaches uh, children about the fruit of the Spirit through the seasons of life. How do you show kindness in the face of evil? How do you stay in the game and have patience when uh, things are crumbling around you? Uh, how do you be grateful, even, even during uh, times of despair, as well as prosperity? So this isn't a religious book. It's, about, it's, it's essentially a, bu- a book of virtues. And what I love about Brave Books, the company that I'm working with, is that they have a a book of the month club where you can receive a new book every month that teaches a new pro-God, pro-America value. So it really can replace all of this stuff that you hate, uh, especially if you're a homeschooling family. Uh, We've homeschooled our kids. Uh, This essentially becomes part of the moral curriculum for your children as they fall in love with this cast of characters. Uh, All the books are connected in a big universe and a giant meta-narrative story, uh, and it's about preserving Freedom Island. And my book's just a small part of that. So you can check all that out at bravebooks.com and uh, really, really find something that will help you to invest in your children's moral fiber. And also make a great Christmas present, too. By the way, what do you guys do? What's the Cameron household doing for Christmas this year? Well, we just got our tree uh, strung with lights last night, and we've got stockings uh, hung on the mantle. And all of our kids are grown, and so we're excited that they're coming back home for Christmas. So nice. we're doing a little bit of shopping. We got we got Josh Groban's uh, Christmas album Noel playing on the radio, and we're getting ready to roast some chestnuts. Well, that sounds like a uh, just an American Christmas tradition, there, Kirk Cameron. So. <laughs> Well, look, I, I hope you and the family, the kids, have a great, great Merry Christmas, Kirk, and uh, we really appreciate the work you're doing for the country. Well, I appreciate you, Todd. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. All right. Merry Christmas, Kirk. Uh, Kirk Cameron, everybody. The bro- the book is called As You Grow, and uh, you can get yourself a copy at KirkCameron.com. That's KirkCameron.com. It does make a great Christmas present, and it's just a, a really fun storybook for children. And and trust me when I tell you, uh, I go to the bookstores. There's just not a lot of content there for for kids coming from a conservative or a biblical or pro America viewpoint. There's just not. 
and and we need more storybooks like that. And if we're able to get those kids early and say, hey, look, here's what America is really all about. Here's who your founding fathers really were. Then we are going to be able to change the course, change the direction that our country's on right now. All right, well, look, we got to take a quick break here. 844-747-8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. And uh, by the way, we will have that uh, Kurt Cameron story up um, over on the website a little bit later on today. And if you missed the interview, maybe you want to share the interview. You're going to be able to do that in just a matter of moments. So we will have the podcast up. And uh, that's one of the things I love about our podcast is you can go back, you can listen to an interview if you miss something, and um, and you can do that free of charge. We, we don't charge you for that. Um, and we just want to be able to give you free items and free resources, and we do that with our podcast and also our newsletter that comes out every single day. And uh, we would love for you to uh, to take advantage of, of both of those. But especially our podcast, uh, well over a million people now subscribing to the Todd Stearns Radio Show podcast, one of the top 100 podcasts in all of America, and that's only because of you guys. So uh, thank you very much for uh, for being a part of the podcast uh, audience and helping us grow that um, that great platform. All right, uh, coming up tomorrow, we've got we're going to be going out with a bang this week, Friday, and uh, we've got tomorrow is Friday. Yes, tomorrow is Friday. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on the show, a chance maybe for you to win a couple of prizes, a couple of copies of the book, um, our daily biscuit devotions with a draw. It does make a great stocking stuffer, by the way. Or you could just wrap it up and put a little bow on it and uh, stick it under the Christmas tree. Uh, probably more importantly, the sun is finally shining. We have had 10 days of no sunshine in the Mid-South, and so it is nice to see the sun actually shining here in uh, the Memphis area. All right, folks, you get out there. Have a great day. Again, ToddSterns.com. Read our stories. Check out our podcast and newsletter. And you guys have a great day, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.